This program contains coarse language and discusses mature themes. Viewer discretion is advised. We are here with Uptown Bunny. Uptown Bunny. Yes. Happy to be here. This is one of my favorite things to do. Why? And why? Because it's, it's a lot of fun and it's also just, it's validating. Yeah. And I feel successful, which feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. What more do you need? Okay. I have four questions, so I'll start with the first. Um, what is your favorite part about being a creator? I have a few favorites. First, um, probably that I get to make my own schedule. Okay. That's something with other jobs you don't really get. Um, so freedom. Are you like a late riser, like yes. working to yes. the evening, can, just yeah. not the <laughs> yeah. norm? Well, okay. I get into like modes where I can work for like 10 hours, but I don't know when that 10 hours is going to be. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then I have to sleep for like 10 hours. I yeah. also don't know when Recharge. that's going to be. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair so enough. I like the freedom to choose. Yeah. Yeah. Makes mm -hmm. sense. Okay. All right. Uh, next one. Do you have any non this type of creator work interests. I do, I do. Tell um, me about them. Some painter. Love it. Um, what do you paint? Mostly like demonic women. Not but... mad about that. <laughs> yes. So um, specific. And I love it. Yes. Okay. I um where did you like when did you start that? What made you Ever since I was a kid, um my uncle was an artist, so okay. he used to teach me when I was younger. I just picked it up and loved it. So yeah. I've always had a passion for painting, drawing, illustration, yeah. animation. Are you wanting to go somewhere with that? Totally, totally. Um, the art world is like crazy and I don't really know how to navigate that. But Does my, anybody? No like, one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I think they're all like taking it till they make it. higher power. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how you navigate it. No. Yeah. But um, I have met a lot of interesting people that I take inspiration from. I go to school for art so I get to... See like what different people are doing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I like hiking, swimming. Yeah. I love the ocean. Anything outdoors. Yeah. Outdoors um, feels good. And animals. I have pet rats. Okay. What are your rats' names? Take care. Well, I only have one left. Her name is Chi Chi. Oh, Chi Chi. My little baby Chi Chi. The soul survivor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we love Chi Chi. All right. We do. How do you practice self care? Mm. Which is important, it is especially important. in this line of work. Lots of things. I mean, weed's my best friend. Um, so much same. Weed is my best friend. Weed um, is my best friend. I also have a very loving and supporting partner, Heath Avery. Check him out. Check him out. Um, Follow. Anytime I need to come home and like de-stress, sometimes like if you're doing a scene that's really intense or something like that. What's your version of an intense scene? Um, most of the stuff I do is like um, hardcore fetish, so okay. like play, um, impact. See, I haven't really gotten in like into that depth yet, which I would like to explore. It's really fun. Eventually, it's that's actually how I started. Really, um, the first like oh. stuff I ever did, I started with just doing like really hardcore scenes. Interesting. Yeah. And were you into that sort of lifestyle beforehand? And then you were like, oh, maybe I can 
show this to the, you yeah. know, to someone, to yeah. an audience? Well, I think, like, I've always been a masochist. I always knew that about myself from, okay. like, a young age. I just didn't know that there were other people that right. liked to do that yes. with you. Yeah. So I went through, I had, like, a relationship with someone where <clears throat> we basically just tried everything out. Okay. And I realized, like, how much I like to be... It's a healthy dominated. thing to do. Yeah, That's yeah. That's cool. So then after, like, discovering my love for that, then I... I started just like messaging people in my area that were like doming people that yeah. I saw online and I was like, oh, that's like something I could do. being filmed or anything, just the experience. Yeah, at first it was just the experiences, okay. but um, I also at the time was dabbling in like, maybe I wanna start an OnlyFans. This was back in like 2019 when everyone was like starting one. So mm -hmm. I was like, I kinda wanna do it, I don't know, so then they kind of just merged yeah. perfectly. It just, and I like, started. fit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did, like, go into it talking to doms, not knowing what I was doing. Right. And I kind of, like, pretended like I knew, like, the language. Well, and, like, I didn't fake it till do. you make it. Yeah, I feel, so I kind was of... very blessed to, to be in the presence of doms who, like, yeah. knew what they were doing, knew how to teach me about, like, all of the consent, like... Well, I'm sure you have, stuff. like, a level of sincerity where mm -hmm. you're like, I'm actually interested in this thing. I want to yeah. learn more and, like, respect the practice of it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I feel like, a huge thing because now... I mean, I'm not into, like, thin doming or, like, specific doming, but I feel like I see a lot of sort of complaints or... You know, it's it, people who have established themselves in these lifestyles mm -hmm. And then newcomers come and they're like, easy money. You just yeah. tell, you know, yeah. men like, fuck you, pay me. That yeah. like, fuck you, pay me is just not really... Because there are things like aftercare mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. respect. Because of, it's a dynamic. Exactly. And You're I think, creating yeah. a dynamic. Like it goes both ways. I've seen, I've seen people try to get into FinDom or FemDom and not really understand that dynamic part. Like mm -hmm. that you, it's a give and take relationship. There's a level of trust. Yeah. That and you have same to with like with doms who want to dom you. You know, you get a lot of people who message you like, um, 34 and I'm a dumb and no one is thank you but I'm like do you really understand though like right. everything that goes into this like my favorite thing to judge a dom by is if they've ever tried subbing and okay. I'm, I won't yes. let them do something to me they've never tried as a sub because right. yeah you have to understand like what you're putting what experience you're giving to I yourself. like that I have not thought about that that's interesting. The good ones will have done it. Yeah. The, yeah. the ones who don't really put any thought into it probably have. Because they don't know what someone, and maybe they're in a different mindset, but at least you know what it's like to be on the other side. Right. So. Right. Because like doming, I don't, is not so much about what you want to do to someone as much as it is the sub is telling you what they want to experience and it's your job to facilitate it if that's something you're like into and you know? in facilitating that you also get a, a gratification at right. some level so right. like I'm helping you helping me right sort exactly. of thing it's exactly. like it's that balance it's that like give take mm -hmm. on both levels different mm -hmm. like and being able to understand that there are many different layers to it yeah and yeah. that's like having a respect for it. Yeah. So, which is Precisely. lost on a lot of people, I think. I agree. I agree. I don't think everyone truly like understands the 
the depth to these relationships and also how like um cathartic they can be mm-hmm. how beautiful Healing. your experiences can be yeah yeah maybe yeah. this is something that triggers a past event and by doing that you, you don't know anybody's experience right so right. as long as i feel like you're respecting each other right and what you're doing like mm-hmm. it could be it can be a very positive like it, maybe other people see it as degrading or whatever they want to call it right. but it's not that i mean some people like to like heal themselves or just feel good like hiking and some people like to yeah. get spanked like yeah. or peed on or whatever and some people like to do both exactly. and that's fucking exactly. fine that's fine exactly. that's fine yeah huh yeah i think um that it's an interesting point that people kind of think of these things like whether you're talking about like doming subbing people kind of have this idea that like you're broken and that's why you're doing this you're trying to repair something right or you failed at your job or whatever exactly because this type of work which and you don't realize the uh, that it 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 is a full-time genuine job Mm -hmm. doing this Mm -hmm. and you don't realize it unless you're in it, but it's real easy for other people to criticize it. Yep. Like you don't realize, like, we're, creators are running this, I mean, the ones who are, that I've experienced, are running the, at, like, running it as a business. Right, It's like, right. okay, here's the schedule, you're paying attention to trends, paying mm-hmm. attention to, like, well, what are the people that I'm attracting? What do they want? How do I alter my content to mm-hmm. that, like, you have to be on all the apps yeah. online yeah. at all hours uh-huh. and like also putting forth like your own boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like you're constantly firing on all, yeah. like on yeah. all cylinders. Yeah. And- Cause it's, it's honestly like, like starting off in this industry is kind of like a fast track business school for well, like think- brand management. Oh. You can post a pic, a nude picture of you and your tits, and you'll make a thousand dollars. And it's like you have no idea. Yeah, not unless how. you're like already famous. Exactly, that's so not gonna like, happen. If you're Iggy Azalea and you start an OnlyFans, right, right. sure, with your thing, yeah, yeah. But because it's the crowd, right? So she's had a crowd of people that follow her and that are attached to her, and so right. and she's created yeah. a sexualized sort right. of like identity so so she's pulling from that crowd and it's it's not really different than what we're doing it's just that you have to like you're only gonna win like five percent of your fans right Right. like the five percent of people who come across you are gonna give you money right essentially or pay you yeah so um you just have to keep working on making that pool bigger if you're Mm -hmm. famous then that pool's already big yeah but i think the majority of our work goes into like trying to just make your brand known enough that that five percent is yeah. a good income which and i come from like a very corporate background which was like fit in fit in fit in mm-hmm. and so now getting into this like creating my own brand has made me like it's been a very uncomfortable mm. process because mm-hmm. i'm just so used to like suppress 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 yeah. And now I have to like put myself out there constantly mm-hmm. and like, and you know, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Um, so it's been very, it's like not only 
is there like the admin work that nobody sees right. the scheduling the things right. the responding she the... takes up like most of your day exactly <laughs> yeah. and then the actual like content creation and then for women with our standards of like getting ready mm-hmm. and doing our nail you know it's like all of that that goes into it as well and then also oh i need to have my own voice right too right so it's just like it's so much it's hard work and and i i do feel like it's it's high reward for a lot of work because i do like i've had similar experiences where like doing this kind of work has made me have to think about a lot of stuff or like areas of my sexuality that i wasn't entirely comfortable with before or you learn what you don't the the, there are moments where you learn what you don't like Right. Because you're experiencing that and you're like, yeah. I don't like this. Which is just as important because you need to be able to list off your no's. Exactly. Your yeah. And sometimes you need to experience a no. Because mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I like something. And then I experience it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. And, yeah. But you have to go. And it, you're uncomfortable in that time. Right. And right. So well, like, and that's where you grow. So you're exactly. uncomfortable situations. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have one more question. Yes. Do you have a favorite kink? And if so, what is it and why? Let's see. Um, my top one, I don't know if you're allowed to say this on YouTube, but blood play, cutting, that's my... Interesting. In what type of way were you doing that? So that's an interesting question because when I, when I started, I kind of was just more fascinated with it. I kind of just viewed it as like an escape or something that I just enjoyed. I think I've learned over time that um, it's it's kind of a way to like let go. As like a fetish model, I'm mostly doing like hardcore BDSM stuff. A lot of these kinks and a lot of these like scenarios are rooted in real real life like stigmas and taboos. And like you can look at it as, like you can look at impact play as being problematic, misogynistic, and abusive. Sure. Um, because there are real world like examples of that being used against someone. But I think you can also look at these things as kind of a self-empowerment way. Well, because I'm, like, well, I'm letting them. you do these things to right. me. I'm allowing right. you, like I'm allowing my body to be used in this way. And right. if I didn't, no one could do it. Right, and then part of it is kind of like allowing, it's it's very, I find it very cathartic to allow myself to be on such a sub-level with someone I trust. I only do it with people that I really, really, really trust. I mean, it's a complete trust. Right, right. and when you have that trust with someone, then you can really let go. And you know what it feels like to just give yourself over to someone who who then it feels like they're taking care of you. I'm allowing you this and you're doing this, but I trust you. And so it's strengthening a bond. And so it's really just like reforming preconceived notions. Right, because you're playing with it in your your mind and in your bond. Allowing yourself to just like bypass everything that anyone else thinks and like, I like this maybe because of a certain thing, but I'm allowing it and it's with someone you trust. So it's safe, even if it looks like it's not safe. Right. right. But it doesn't, but anyone else's perception doesn't matter. Right. Because yours. Exactly. Exactly. I'm I'm lucky enough to have a lot of fans and a lot of supporters who enjoy my content, who understand these kind of things. I do get my fair share of people who don't. Of course. And who, um, 
like to talk shit about it, but I, I'm lucky enough to be like an example of that for the people that want to watch it. Mm -hmm. And I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by people who also understand those dynamics. So yeah, yeah that's amazing. Really, yeah, that's good stuff. Other points. I want to know your favorite kink. Oh, my favorite kink. Uh, I have um, my. I, I have. I have a kink and a fetish. I would say my kink is like rope play. I love being tied up. I really love shibari. And the reason for that, um, which I'm very lucky to have found, like a very good shibari rigger, and. I do a lot of different things in my day to day and my mind is always racing. But when it comes to Shibari, it's you have to be completely focused on yourself and your body. And when you're being tied, I mean, there are vessels you have to worry about. Mm -hmm. And so you have to stay like consistently conscious of how your body feels. And so for me, in those however long it takes, I get to just forget about everything else mm -hmm. that exists. Mm -hmm. And just all I'm thinking about is myself and my body. What am I feeling? And that is not something that I allow myself to do very often. It's kind of like meditation. Right, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, now I'm being forced to think about me. Yeah. And how I'm feeling. And and then being able to have that level of trust with another person mm -hmm. is like another aspect of that. Because like I'm a person who's very like solo, don't trust people, you know. Um, so that I would say that's like my favorite kink. Favorite fetish is I have a big cum fetish. Yeah. I love, I love... Bukkakis all day. Mm, yes. Mm, and I think that's just like, I feel like a, like a, a statuesque of pleasure. Yeah. Like when I'm, like when I'm just like sitting on my that's knees a great way to look at and it. covered in cum, oh. I'm like, you have all your best, the, when you have felt the best, I the am now an embodiment now. Yeah. of that, yeah. <laughs> and I did this, and just me, and I feel very like goddess-like, and like, like that. Yeah. and I've allowed you to be a part of this. Right. Like, the pleasure of coming on exactly. You. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's my that's my jam. So those are my two nice. king fetish nice. sort of things. Yeah. Well, it was lovely to talk about um, kinks and porn and. Talk Early more about teens. it. Yeah. Talk about it with your friends. Mm -hmm. Talk about it with yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then go watch some. And go watch and go no go pay for go some. some. Go buy yeah. some. People who pay for porn. We love you. We love you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye.